When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on sex Hey, you want to wear that top? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Well, hello, and welcome to Pod Leadum. I think you know what that is, but I'm just going to remind you it's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm very excited to be here today. I don't talk to enough people. <laughs> My name is Hannah Jean Ginsberg, and come cuddle if you ever get lonely. You really don't talk to enough people. I'm J.W. Crump, and will you drown when faced with your own competition? <sighs> what a question. And I'm Alexander Price, and eh, 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 oh, pong, 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 ping, ping, dee, dee, ping, ping, andale. <laughs> The transcription, Alexander. Did I write it all down? <laughs> yes, I did. And had to read it as I was doing it, listeners. <laughs> we are here today to talk about Cycle 7, Episode 11, The Girl Who Grates. A very short title. What also... does she grate? Jeez. <laughs> Potatoes? <laughs> but does anyone even say that verb? No. No. That's not a question. So someone was just like, how do we summarize Melrose? It, I think it's, it's like, actually you about Carrie the girl D. who irks. Yes! I think, the girl I think it's actually talking about Carrie D, and it's Melrose talking about Carrie D. I don't think it's Melrose. I don't know. Maybe that's why it's general, is they were like, they were deciding, they were like, look, we, we know, we know, we're post-production. We know that it's Carrie D, <laughs> the Melrose at the end. We don't know who will be standing for who. So let's make a title that if you're the Melrose person, Carrie D, how vulgar. If you're a Carrie <laughs> D person, Melrose, what a perfectionist. <laughs> In this, I love the way you did that. It was very like 90s sitcom opening. Yeah. <laughs> In the previously on, it even still says like that uh, Michelle did great and Amanda should have gone home. <laughs> oh, 100%. Poor Amanda. Although she's Nigel's great hope for the cycle now. I don't know when Ugh. that happened. I will say this, though, and I don't know if they refilmed it. I know they refilm when they go to their international destination. Amanda, in this episode, I noticed, looks very stunning in her talking head. Yeah, she looked better in these talking heads. I don't know if she got some new ones because Michelle was gone <laughs> and they were like, they and were they were filming them together. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or maybe they, they, they just actually filmed Michelle twice and they were like, oh, wait, we didn't get any of Amanda. 
we thought. And they were like, gentle prank, gentle twin prank. Oh, love a gentle twin prank. But y'all, if this isn't Barcelona, I don't know what is. That was my backup role. Carrie D draping this ugly dress hideous on Amanda. Pink, hideous pink top. And it's then so just wrinkly. Telling her it's Spanish. Amanda will believe it. <laughs> I'm calling shenanigans that Carrie D has kept this big old room and destroyed it. Love it. Ugh. Appreciate oh, it. This, <laughs> this one got, this is another, these houses just get nasty and it's even more sad in the international hotel or whatever because they're not there that they're long. They're so gorgeous. And, yeah, it's, that and long. it's very like old. It's like, did you destroy something that's been here for like 200 years? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't just some LA apartment that was built for this cycle. Like, <laughs> uh, no. So then Michelle Michelle asked these questions three. I don't know if I should have been there, uh, been the one to go. Yes. Did they make the right decision? No. Is she going to be okay? Yes, she's going to be fine. <laughs> See, I would switch the answers to the first two, but I still agree with the third one. My favorite part of this whole thing where Amanda is, like, taking two minutes to get past the loss of Michelle (laughs) is that at the end, she's like, thank you, Michelle. And then they cut to a gross brown towel lying on her bed, just damp. Who knows how long it's been there? Yeah, that's the only thing left of Michelle. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's one shady post-production person who was in Amanda stand who was like, look, isn't that Michelle? Who could even say? <laughs> <laughs> and that was all okay. she left us. <laughs> so, I don't remember what the Tyra Mail says, or the Tyra Magazine. Pros toes. Great. But then they go to do some flamenca dancing. Flamenco, Flaming? sorry. <laughs> Flamingo. I thought you were just um, giving it a little something. Flamingo. Ooh, a little southern. Um, with what everyone decides is the shortest man that's ever existed, Nacho Blanco. Nacho Blanco. Can I say something? And uh, please pardon me if this sounds ignorant. Because we've met two of them now, I didn't realize that Nacho was a popular name. It's a nickname. Oh, okay. okay. It's like a like like how Sasha is a nickname of or a diminutive name of um alexander mm. nacho is a diminutive name of uh, i'm not sure it's it's not it doesn't at all sound what it relates to ah. but it's like it's like a pet like a a nickname you get as a kid i love it and i don't remember the name of his translator nama hernandez ruiz oh. and she there's a better moment later she takes her job as interpreter uh, very literally also but so quiet like he says something and she's like and uh, he says you have to dance now well also she's just matching his energy yeah i was about to say that's how he's delivering it she won't no one will ever top my favorite translate the thai translator that was like um he said you're all great oh she's (laughs) the best she's so kind in the world of fashion you normally work alone is that true i feel like they constantly work with tons of people usually right in the time of quarantine fashion they clicked their own picture and it was terrible (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't you erase stanton barrett from history like that (laughs) so um four dancers come out and four male dancers specifically and they're each going to partner up they're going to learn this dance they also going to be part of a challenge partner up with people that like have the same energy as them because like Melrose gets the sharp featured, like best looking one. 
<laughs> parody kind of gets we see later too like the crazier one with long hair michelle gets the gawkiest the person one. she gets the slutty she one, gets the, slutty one. the slutty one michelle gets the gawkiest michelle person is not here or amanda amanda gets the i just wish michelle was here still Ugh. amanda gets the gawkiest person and then eugenia gets just like quiet like they're like mm, they're here to work yeah, but Eugenia gets the Real one matching that, of dry energy. <laughs> Eugenia gets the one who, in their separate dancer um, reality show, has won every challenge. Uh -huh. He's like, "Do you want to win this?" <laughs> but they also just say they they come in and they go pick a guy. Eugenia has just such two great Eugenia quotes, nearly back Ugh. to back. The first one, my favorite read, a classic Eugenia read. Oh my god, I'll let you do that one. I'll start the first one, which is, "It was easy for me because I do have rhythm." What a great way to compliment yourself, insult the rest. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love it. And she has had dance training, and it's very obvious yes. in both the Eugenia we've met previously mm -hmm. and also what she is doing now. But please, in a, in a, it's just like her insult for Mr. J with the matador. Uh -huh. She says, just using the truth, Amanda looks like Amanda trying to dance. <laughs> I love it. I love using the person themselves as the insult qualifier. Yeah. It's this great. is just my new favorite way to talk about Mr. J generally. Mr. J looks like Mr. J wearing a blank. <laughs> like that's how I write notes about him now. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and they can't even edit out Melrose being mm, nice because she says, <laughs> Amanda has two left feet, but you can tell she's trying. Like, mm hmm. Melrose's Mel Rose one read is complimenting people on trying. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Melrose doesn't try. She does. I don't think Melrose has ever tried at something and failed. Well, like whenever Melrose episode... works hard, something good happens. <laughs> also, Amanda straight up says, wish Michelle was here so she could be the one failing. Yeah. <laughs> she picks at both her sister and her blister at the same time. Blister sister. Ooh. <laughs> But I, sister, sister. She got over that quick. So quick. Well, that was the support that Michelle was really providing her. Arch support? Being worse at stuff. <laughs> I tell you, I think Amanda told Michelle she needed to go to the quit. She needed to go to the quit? Yeah, need to go, go to the quit. Go to, go go to, to your quit. quit. <laughs> Apologize to that success. To that quit. <laughs> the, way that, the way that Nacho counts them in for these steps isn't helpful well i just wonder pong pong ping pong 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 ping pong, pong a lot pong, of dancers pong. do that though it's i was you'll see a lot of dancers now who do not count with numbers sure i watch this on dance shows all the time where the count is like cock it a cock it a cock a cow and i'm like <laughs> so i come in on cock it a cow like <laughs> wait is it cock it a cow or cock cock cow cow <laughs> I, I was about to i was about to say that was the least like I don't know. That, to me, I heard that and I was like, yeah, that sounds like just maybe what flamenco dancers say. Like it didn't. It, yeah. Or you're just trying to recreate the sound of the music yes, that you're going to come in on. So. That makes yeah. sense. But then why weren't they practicing with music? They could have had a guitar player there. That's just top model, though. They never get to practice. <laughs> Absolutely music. not. And if they do, they should have just pumped in Shake Your Body again. Like <laughs> <laughs> slow down on a remix or something. You know, she did. what? Well. Oh, my God. Part of me hopes so much that there is a remix for every country that they have gone to since Cycle 2. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. That would have been amazing. 
Uh-huh. Okay, so then we get a time filler, mm-hmm. which is just mm-hmm. them having dinner slash lunch, a meal, and instead at principal. Yes, this time instead of being interrupted by Tyra, they get interrupted by Miss J. Who comes at the beginning of the meal like a civilized human being. Yes. They're like, oh, there's a there's a spot. Oh, and here's Miss J. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No food had arrived yet. He's going to order his own food and eat off his own plate. Yes. And he's there to get backstory and also criticize them. <laughs> Things that he died to say at judging and never gets a chance to. I hate you, Amanda. <laughs> Ooh, uh. <laughs> he all but says that. I love when they're asking, why did you get into this? And Eugenia goes, saw it on a website. I mean, the perfect Eugenia answer. <laughs> Carrie D reminds us that Miss J is on panel. Because the thing that you click when you sign up for something, it's like, heard about it from a friend, saw it on a website. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that, like, the realness, the, like, the, the truth that she says so often it like she eugenia i i've really grown to love how she is honest and she's learned to be honest in a way that's not necessarily cruel yeah. it's just honest in a well that is true i'm not going to tell you some big passionate answer because truthfully i saw it on a website and thought uh, okay. i'm hot let me do this <laughs> So this also says, I think, she didn't watch the other season. So when she came in and she was like, all the girls last season were so boring. That was a lie. She didn't watch the season. She saw this on a website and was just like. Well, maybe she saw it. their pictures and was like, I could uh, beat these girls. And that's how generic. <laughs> You're so generic. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Carrie D is impressed by Melrose's three personalities. Oh, my God. Mm, three. We're counting now. And her ability to switch between the two. We get a lot of Carrie D interviews over the cycle where she's impressed by uh, Melrose's sociopath nature. But then she says that she probably needs medication. Well, she's still going to keep it it insulting. Oh, you a therapist now? You a psychiatrist? (laughs) I really feel like the Carrie D. Melrose feud gets a real quick escalation this episode. Yes. And I was trying to figure out why. And I really feel like it's just the lack of space. I feel like they just have to be physically a lot closer Near. to each other than they had to be when they were in L.A. And they're also standing together a lot. A lot. It, at photo shoots, they always end up standing next to each other. I also wouldn't put it past either of them to capitalize on the blonde versus blonde thing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I also just think that at this point, they know that unless something drastic changes the game, that it, they're the top two. Mm-hmm. They are the yeah. assumed top two. So when they're seeing each other, they're not seeing Carrie Deer Melrose. They're seeing their competition. Direct competition. Because they know Correct. they're like, well, Michelle or Amanda, no. That's just a given. And then Eugenia, it's like, eh, she hasn't really done well until she got to Barcelona. Right, exactly. So I just don't think they're seeing each other like well, that. Well, it's even, even if it's not that they're definitely going to be the top two. It's, well, you are my direct competition. We're both the same blonde. Yes. Well, and a lot of times, I think this is why Melrose tries a little too hard sometimes in panel, because they have them standing next to each other a lot. And it's like, when you just look at them there, kind of apart, uh, it's like Melrose is short Carrie D. Mm. I mean, so, also mm-hmm. trying a little too hard is just Melrose's brand. I know, I know. But like, <laughs> especially when we get to this panel later and they like say how she's, her outfit is like she's trying too hard with the hat and the thing. I think it's truly she's trying to stand apart from Differentiate Carrie. herself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but 
regardless, Miss J ends with wishing them luck winning America's next top modelette. May the best bitch win. Modelette. It was a real classy Janice toast. Yes, it was. Yeah, it really is. This whole meal was something that in earlier cycles would have been a Janice, Janice thing. For sure. So the tire mail is heads up, shoulders back, stiff competition. And the girls are very confused. There's going to be a twist. Don't be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny is there's absolutely not. No, there's very absolutely straightforward. No, <laughs> no, they train for a thing and then they do the thing. And then we get the weirdest surveillance footage. Oh, my God. The surveillance Amanda dance cam. <laughs> Where is this camera? And we've never seen it before or after. It's our, It was just the house security footage that was already in the house. They they asked for permission to use it. <laughs> we never see it again either. No. <laughs> I wonder if they always have cameras like that and they just so rarely need it. But it's just that thing of like, well, we need to make sure we have coverage at all times just in case something happens and no one was there to record it. And this was the one time they felt Maybe like they Maybe they started it. it after the uh, granola bars got stolen. Yeah. And they were like, we could have caught the granola bar thief if we had had those surveillance cameras. What makes this, what makes this That's even... That's how they started the production meeting for Cycle 6. It's like, I think we all we know where our faults lied. <laughs> Everybody. What makes this even worse, though, is she's in this, like, long nightgown, which makes her look like a ghost that's haunting this messy house. <laughs> it was very paranormal activity, <laughs> Carrie D edition. Yeah. It wasn't Carrie D. It was Amanda. Oh, that's Although right. Although Carrie D would be more great in a paranormal activity movie. Yes. Oh, I would mm. watch that. So then we cut the next morning. Like I was just going to say that Melrose says something that's just, for once, she's not practicing because she thinks with dancing. Yeah, she doesn't want to over-practice. Yeah, and she also just basically says, once you start dancing, it just works. I'm like, mm. <laughs> That's kind of the opposite of Tyra's advice on singers and how with singers, you need to practice to become slightly better at singing. But then, yeah. So the next morning, Eugenia's hanging out in Carrie D's bed, feeling her armpits. Carrie D's mansion. And then th this was giving me very big mitt hand energy, this whole moment between Eugenia and Carrie D, where they are just like talking about how much they hate Melrose and that it's only the two of them to the end. And it, but they're also talking about how smooth Carrie's yep. armpits Feel are. Like this one's better. This one's this one's better. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Her armpit is so smooth. Tippity top, <laughs> armpitity tops. <laughs> Armpity titty models. I was insulted by Carrie D comparing Melrose to yes. WWF professionals and saying it looks like a lot, but there's nothing there. I'm sorry. You've never watched wrestling. Um, also, we've had people who have <laughs> yeah, she does. died in the wrestling ring. It's pretty real. Yeah. The storyline is fake. I do believe the Carity watches wrestling, however. She must, right? But the storyline yes. is fake, not the fighting. Not really. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of people screw that up. That's just a thing where people just still don't understand it because they just don't try very hard. <laughs> the people, not the wrestlers. Also, why would Melrose want to be nice to these women? They they keep getting on like she's not very nice. Like what? what you're horrible to her. Yeah. At, yeah, but that's the no narrative the whole season, nice. though. Like I guess, but and like I, I will say, Alexander, I really like Melrose. She maybe it's just full editing, but everything we see is full editing. It's the only thing we can comment on. She gets yes, really course. irritating. <laughs> she's starting to crack in a way that's like that, overwhelming. Well, that's, that's true. 
where Eugenia went to Barcelona and got miles Such better. Such a blow up for Eugenia. <laughs> Melrose, Melrose, the move worked in reverse, and she's like breaking yeah. down. Yeah, I think Melrose doesn't handle change very well. Melrose clearly likes to have control over her surroundings and what yes. she's doing. And she obviously had an amazing groove in the main competition. She did so well. She won every challenge. She took amazing photos. And I think as soon as you change anything up, she's just going to like try to clamp down harder to control and it's really going to work against her. And Melrose can't really think of a reason to hate Carrie D. So she just says, well, she's not mean, but she's vulgar. <laughs> And then we get, of course, a sepia tone flashback. She has no problem with vulgarity. No problem at all. And I'm just definitely not interested in having a friendship with anyone. And then, of course, it's her by herself with a glass. She lo- She's just not clink. Jade is not there for her to clink the glasses together. So she's just by herself. I, think, truly, I also think that's where she can hang out and, like, not really see anyone. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Do a hard, hard journal. I would love to read... Melrose's oh journal God. from this period in her oh life. Oh my God, God, please publish on Kindle. <laughs> Do it. So we head to the challenge, and once again, all dresses are not created. Oh, but hold no, up. No, this was, this was a problem. Hold absolutely <laughs> up. These dresses, whatever. There are two things that are two of my favorite moments back to back. They go up, and it's Nacho and his translator again. I apologize for forgetting her name. Nama. Yeah. And it's Naima with an and A. And he goes, hola, chicas. And she goes, hello, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need to translate that one. I love it, though. Her job Committed is to her specific. Job. I know why she translated that, though. Because production <laughs> needs to remind us that she's the translator. So whatever he said, the first thing that he was going to say, she has to translate. And then they're like, we never have to show her translating again. That's okay. Fine. That being said, it was a hilarious (laughs) first sentence because like everyone there, they've made these ladies say hola a thousand times. They know what that word means. Well, Twiggy says Also, that's just something Tyra says, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hola, girlies. At the end, Nacho clearly didn't know how to dismiss them. So it's Carrie D who says, well, okay, let's go to hair and makeup. (laughs) Yeah, she excuses herself. Someone had to do it. (laughs) Brooke is not there to post-production them. Parody is the obvious heir to that throne now that Brooke is gone. No one else is going to do that. So all dresses are not created equal because Melrose's dress is so long. She's the only one with a floor-length gown. But also Amanda's is so short. Yeah, Yeah, it's almost (laughs) like they needed to switch. Yeah, why didn't they? Because Melrose isn't that tall. No, in fact, I think Melrose is the shortest one left. I think so, too. I believe so. Yeah. It, shenanigans. It just it's just full shenanigans. shenanigans. <laughs> but of course, Melrose isn't going to let those shenanigans go by without outwardly saying it. They're not even <laughs> going to see my footwork. Well, she has to hold up her dress when she's like walking down the stairs. But also, I don't, the footwork is uh, oh, no, it's not the, the full footwork. <laughs> that was the thing. I was like, Melrose, you Funny. should be. You should use that long dress to your advantage and hide your feet. You could do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Under there. Get, a, get a segue under you. Just roll around, <laughs> girl. While we're on the topic of fashion, I need to talk about the cash fashion choices that the extras fash? in this photo. Cash fash that these extras in this fa- in this photo shoot were rocking because half of them were wearing full flip flops and cut off shorts. These people did not know what was going on. No, no, of course not. And a lot of times in Barcelona, <laughs> we have a lot of mm, Craigslist Spain people. Um, <laughs> 
like Craigslist.es. That's what I mean. <laughs> I, I assume maybe it was Craigslistspain.org because I think it's weirdly a .org. <laughs> um, regardless, sorry. There's a couple of funny things about this, but one thing I couldn't help but get distracted by was where they're dancing in this sort of photo shoot sort of challenge is that there's a giant hedge maze behind them. Yes! And all I could think was, Tyra, how did you not utilize that hedge maze and make them run through that maze? Run through it! Find something, find the shoes, find the dress, find the whatever, find their partner. Like, you, I can't believe you had a hedge maze there. Oh, it was like a flamenco statue. <laughs> in, in a cycle with an elevator challenge, you couldn't use the hedge maze that was right there. It was an extra 20 bucks. <laughs> they couldn't afford it. <laughs> they can't afford anything in Barcelona. So we finally also meet, uh, we get the names of all the male dancers. Yeah. So Carrie D is paired with Jose. And mm-hmm. how is Carrie D so clunky at moving? That is confusing. I think she's just heavy-footed. She's got a real heavy foot. She's kind of a person that lets her body walk before she does, so to speak. Oh, sure. Like the body just goes. She's not in. She's like almost the opposite of what how Eugenia has such control over her body. Sure. They do have really good chemistry, though. Of course. They they do, but then Nacho calls out the fact that Carrie thirsty. Like (laughs) he's like she shows a lot of attraction to her partner. Like "Mm -hmm, that's (laughs) Carrie's energy. Yeah. Uh, Eugenia is paired with Oscar, and this is the happiest she's ever looked. She was so radiant. She's got such a lovely smile, and it's so radiant when she actually does smile. And I think it's also, she knows she's good at this. I think she's going into this with the energy of, like, this is mine to lose, but I don't even think there's a chance for me to lose it. And also, I love her saying, hey, I'm going to follow my partner because he knows the dance. I love that we're all so in this show that we're like, wait a second, is a human having a moment of true enjoyment? (laughs) What's happening? What's that expression on her face? Is she enjoying herself? It just feels so rare by the time they get to the international destinations. They always seem so tired. Everyone's so stressed out. Uh, Amanda is paired with Grua. And it looks like Amanda's competing in a dressage category. I don't know what that word means. It's horse, horse dancing. dancing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop. <laughs> she honestly did better than I thought she would. Yes. The photo later shows a hideous mistake. It's not a, well, it's not a mistake. A mistake from so God. God, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Melrose is paired with Angel, who I thought was the only dancer who could get it. Who goes with his arms a little bit sooner than she, she thought. When she blames him, I'm just like, okay, that's what I wasn't on board with Melrose. Mm-hmm. I, and then her whole thing later that she talks about where she's like, I wanted to start over, but you just can't when dancing's that rigid. I'm like, I don't like dancing to be so serious. <laughs> the only thing she doesn't like she to be serious. describes <laughs> dancing as her soul. It's her soul. It's her passion. It's passion. Your passion, just like a Bratz doll, is fashion. I don't <laughs> like. You don't need another storyline. You've got modeling Let and fashion design. I, I think she knows that it's inappropriate for her to be this upset about like beefing the challenge a little. <laughs> I love the I love the word beefing. It's not used enough. <laughs> Because she, she's actually, she's maybe like a second place. So she makes up this reason to get she's way too upset. 
there's an advantage. I'm giving Alexander such an eye because calling Melrose second in this challenge is an insult to everyone else who participated. (laughs) There is a clear delineation of uh, Eugenia, Carrie D, Amanda Melrose. No, I've, I've I yeah. you're right. I you're you're blind. Worse. You're you've become <laughs> Nigel Barker. You, got your you, you have one person you like. On. No, you can't say that, Hannah. How dare you? I am not wearing Melrose covered glasses. <laughs> you are. That was joke of the cycle. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations! That is very clever. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, All I right. think she has to come up with this reason because she knows her reaction is so Out, outside. So crazy. Out of that she's like, it's just because I love dance so much. And you're like, no, it's not. And her screaming at Amanda while Melrose is still in her dress and Amanda has changed back. <laughs> why, why was Melrose still in because her dress? Because dance is her soul. It was just so big. She just couldn't fight her way out of it. Um, I do. I will say the girls think the girls think that Melrose is upset because Eugenia won, which is not true. No, she's upset because she yeah, lost. She doesn't care who wins. Yeah, because Mel- Eugenia's won. So we've never seen Melrose bitch and complain no, about uh, other the people. The only winning. people that have ever won essentially are Melrose and Eugenia. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what's carried Eugenia to the top three. Truly, besides her potential in person. Um. So Eugenia wins, yeah. and she gets to pick. Uh, doesn't pick one Carrie friend. D. Well, I like the reasoning. She picks Amanda. Yeah. And then Carrie D even justifies it in the talking head being like, Amanda's literally never been picked for anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good for her to get a cry. Get get a parting gift. You're about to go home. <laughs> Amanda got picked for the no, Amanda got picked for the uh race t- for fashion. She, she just, just didn't win that fashion. <laughs> this is her justification because they get Custo jackets and shirts. Who Melrose immediately identified is like, oh, that's Custo, yeah. And then it's like looking at the tag, like mm-hmm. her face looking at it while the rest of them are gawking over how these are hmm. ugly, ugly jackets. <laughs> I love a I love a it. busy jacket. These didn't look wearable for these women. <laughs> One was like fur. And you never see them fur. put them on. You see Eugenia put hers on. I mean, when she's hanging out no, with no, Melrose. No, no. I mean, put them on and wear them later. And wear them like because <laughs> Melrose has worn some of her outfits that she got in that sample cell race for yes, fashion. Yes. to panel. We yes. yeah, that's not gonna happen. No, they don't wear them after after we showed them. I and then we cut to Melrose furiously journaling, and I just uh so fa- like so flipping the book <laughs> with her mechanical pencil because of course melrose uses the mechanical because she wrote so hard she was going through like three pages at a time yes. <laughs> that lead was bleeding through <laughs> then we get to the next tyra mel that's my opening quote of will you drown when faced with your own competition a nonsense of a sentence <laughs> they're, not, they're not posing with mirrors I wrote down a girl's reaction, and either I wrote it down wrong, or this is actually what somebody said. I told you we'd be in sharks. I heard that, too. And I didn't write it down because I was so worried that I was like, no, there's no way, JW. I thought I thought Eugenia said something like, they just keep getting, they're just more vague. I told you we'd be in sharks. I heard that, too. Maybe that, was, that sounds like a Carrie D thing. Well... It actually, it just reminded me, of course, everything reminds me of Brooke, but it reminded me of that old <laughs> Brooke quote where she, where it was like vampires are biting or whatever. Oh, and take a like, bite. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest Brooke moment of all time. Yeah, you mean? Yes. <laughs> oh, 
Mr. J, when they go and greet Mr. J, he, Hola. he looks so cute in this little green polo. <laughs> he also looks very young in this outfit. Yeah. He looked a, a whole 25, which, you know, good for him. Great skin. It's always so funny how good he looks in, like, country club drag. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Tyra comes in, kisses him on the lip, looks disgusted, and then goes, and he's like, okay, it wasn't that bad. And she's like, it was luscious. Luscious is her new word. Luscious is her new word. I have noticed that as well. Only in relation to the J's, though. Yes. <laughs> Don't know but why. Just, mm, luscious. Neither like, of, didn't... Both of them hate it. I was going to say neither of them like it, but actually both of them hate, hate it. it. <laughs> yeah. I also, it feels like Tyra is channeling some of the horny energy that the contestants have gotten. <laughs> Because you know, Tyra is a little ravenous with people in a in a weird, uncomfortable way. Yes. Then she tells the girls that they're going to be floating on water, which is not true. They're going to be floating in water. In well, if they were better at arching their back, they'd be on that water. <laughs> they would they would be they would be on a top, a sky high, inch an inch between them and the water. <laughs> Don't they want to be on top? <laughs> but they also. She mentioned, she was like, I'm going to coach you today. She's she's not the photographer. She's coaching them. And she was like, I used to do this a lot in cycles one and two. And we actually see cycle one clips with Kezi, not with anyone else. Kezi, not winner Adrian. (laughs) No winner Adrian ever again. But, you know, I think it was interesting that she acknowledged that she's a little bit more removed from the show. Because as we'll see, she will further get even further removed. And these kind of coaching things will be so special in future cycles that the girls lose their minds when it happens. But here it's like this is also, you know, while you could still have a Tyra coaching moment that doesn't involve a costume. I mean, (laughs) yeah, she's just in her tank casual wear. Man, I always like when Tyra's in casual clothes. She looks so much better. Good. Mm -hmm. So effortless. She also, I think this is also part of the whole um, Mama Tyra thing because she says, "I actually really miss coaching my girls." Really? She said my girls and not like my, my chickadees. Babies. My chickadees. <laughs> my chick- chickadees. There's another mm, just great Eugenia quote, but this is also one that's insulting but stupid. Oh, And yes. I love this. So they're paired up, and it's going to be Eugenia Melrose, Carrie D. Amanda. And Eugenia's like, I'm not sure how I feel about being paired with Melrose. Um, she is selfish and only looks out for herself. <laughs> Yes, that's shade, but also you're in a modeling competition. It's not even that. Yeah, it's a competition. It's not even that. I just love that she defines selfish right afterwards, just in case, for the viewers. Yes. She's selfish, meaning she looks out for herself. <laughs> Y'all, Jada must have been so pissed somewhere when these girls got long extensions put in for this photo shoot. <laughs> If Jada was here, they would have just shaved her head. They wouldn't have even given it to her. You're the hairless ethereal nymph. <laughs> <laughs> they plop Nana's wig on her. There was also a, a Eugenia moment that I loved because it was completely out of context. These like smash in to the makeup trailer and then like smash back out again where they're putting her hair on and she just goes, but I don't want to get glue on my braid. And then they leave. <laughs> yes. Yep. Well, no, no, then we go to Tyra telling Sutan how to do makeup. <laughs> and Sutan's just like, uh-huh. uh-huh mm-hmm. mm. I just want, like, a foundation and a waterproof mascara because, you know, they're going to get water and chlorine in your eyes. Sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, this, you know, we're you know. going to talk about it a lot, but this photo shoot was dangerous and ill-conceived. Uh-huh. Not, there, there is a, so I have some theories, do-do-do-do-do, about why this photo shoot does what it does. 
Number one, I think this is some rando person's yes. house. Agree. And they didn't know how cold this pool was. They couldn't be. have. They couldn't have. And well, and then so also because Tyra is like, oh, isn't it so like you're in water with gowns? Isn't that crazy? And it's like that's not why they're freaking out. Yeah. Upset right now. No. Also, I think they shot this photo shoot too early in the day. I think this pool would have warmed up by the afternoon. Very sunny. If they had, well, it's the morning though. But it's just it hasn't had time to warm well, that's up. That's what I yet. mean. And but it's a only, sunny day, so yeah. it could have to your point. Up. Yeah, yes. if it was later, a pool will get hot. That's just what sun does to water. And they're only doing two shoots. Like they're only doing two f- setups, so they could have. And they're really waited. not complicated need... setups either. Neither, neither no. are the outfits. No, or the makeup or anything. Nothing it's is all very simple. At, at one point, the other the second set of girls aren't even dressed yet while the other girls are laying out yeah so this pool is super cold and and tyra tyra doesn't get it we'll we'll name him in a second because he can get it Mm. but tyra says tyra says that it tries to compare it to sports illustrated and be like yeah well the models you know try laying in the snow in a bikini for sports illustrated i mean i didn't do it but other models did which was actually kind of cute and funny in the moment sure Tyra's garbage, uh, like Spanish. That oh she, my God. Her, like, Manos, Manos. Spanish to the direct to the photographer David Ruiz. But he can get it. He is extremely handsome. Yeah, he gets he gets more get it at panel, I think. But I don't know this. No one thought this through, and also crew has to get in the pool with them. And so Tyra's like talking to the photographer and crew while the girls are in the pool shivering, talking about like, what she wants so much, for the setup. They're, while they're they have to so much stand time. and like still getting their makeup done, they were like putting lip gloss on Melrose while she was, was like crazy. fully in the pool. Yeah, it it's nonsense. It is also nonsense that they have to float because. Floating is not necessary to achieve this shot. They could have been in way no, shallower look. water. Also, Eugenia proves that you can definitely put your leg down, and I truly would not have even noticed it in the final nope. shot. They didn't say it. Not at all. They also could have cut it out. Because they also cut out people next to them holding them up. Also, as someone who cannot swim, and very few people in my family can, I hate it when swim. And I, I know, and feel free, internet listeners, everybody <laughs> to come for me about this. Alexander. I don't think that, I hate it when swimming is one of those things that people think you can just instantly learn how to do. Because trust or me, it- I've tried. It's not a skill. Can I tread water? Absolutely not. Can I float? I can't imagine that I can. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I, I don't know. I don't like it when it's it, it's also the the reason I don't love the ones where they like junk themselves completely underwater and have to do that too because they're always just like hold your breath. And I'm like some people don't know how to do that. That's not if you sure. don't know how to swim, you're just not going to be able to do this. Yeah. You would normally not get booked on it those. It shouldn't things, be an assumed basically. skill. Yeah, that's what I'm No, it's a special skill on yes. your resume. Well, and for swim. the same reason that not everyone knows how to ride a bike. This guy. Right. Yeah. I don't know how to ride a bike. And mm-hmm. I think also, you know, I don't want this to become like a big discussion, but I do think that stuff like riding a bike, swimming and stuff like that, there's just a little bit of classism to it because some people oh, have yeah. access to pools. Some people could afford yeah. a bike when they were younger. And if you don't have that stuff, you're not going to learn this. And that's why I don't like it being an assumed skill. 
you know I just yeah, uh, absolutely it just always frustrates me as someone who can't swim that they're just like just start your back float why aren't you floating did you not learn it I will say though <laughs> floating is harder like I get the not swimming but floating even people that swim floating is a different skill completely yeah I it seems like it takes a lot of muscle control it also seems like something that a lot of them can't do for long even when they're good at it well between the cold and the, like even if you're good at floating in a swimsuit who says you're going to be good at floating in like a wifty gown that's tangling up around you and trying to drag you down to the bottom of the pool yeah that drown wants to and murder these cold. people <laughs> also like it's a lot easier to float when you can have full muscle and you control. can breathe because it's not been stolen away by how cold you are yeah because when melrose and eugenia get out of the pool they are shivering like they're shivering little in the lizards. pool i know but they get out and they're like laying on the hot <laughs> cement and they're just like the image how scared would you be if you were amanda and carrie d and you saw eugenia and melrose wrap themselves in as many towels as they could find and then just lay on hot bricks well then and this is where the carrie d gets painted with two different colors by the judges in this episode she does and one of them i think is correct and one of them infuriates me so they get in the pool and immediately carrie d is like frozen Mm -hmm. And that at one point, she, like, comes over to the photographer and is like, I, I, this is really too cold. And he's like, well, just tell me if it if it feels strange, okay? But we're going to shoot right now. Now, I'm going to – David Reese was better than that. That is not the tone that he gave. He was the only one that, like, got close to her and had the conversation of, like, if sure. it gets too bad, but you tell me. But what I'm saying me. is Carrie D, Carrie D did bring mm-hmm. it up. And they're like, but we got to go they, now. Yes, but the, later the story is Carrie D didn't bring it up. But she did bring it up. Is all I was trying or to show. No, no, no. no like, I'm not coming for you, Alexander. I'm just saying that David Ruiz, yeah. the actual photographer professional, <laughs> yeah, of course, was like good at it. While Tyra um, was the one I, that was like, just yeah. shake it off, Fargo. Yeah, you're from Fargo, Carrie D. Come on. And then Carrie D goes, I forgot. Oh, because I'm so cold. She literally is turning blue. Yeah. You are watching her skin pale out in real time. Why was this episode not called The Girl Who Turns Blue? Great title. So. Carrie D has to get out because she's shivering and then walking like Frankenstein, which... Well, and you, you see her turn it on, too. You see her through sheer force of will just stop herself from shivering when they start taking pictures. Uh, but she can't go anymore, so Amanda ends up having to take 50 frames alone. And then it which... becomes... This is the first Carrie D narrative, which is, if something is happening, you have to let us know. You can't push yourself that far because something, like, really bad could happen. So, you like, when your body is telling us, you need to let us know, which was as a fine thing to say now uh-huh should have been communicated more earlier but i could also understand with somebody like carrie D, who has proven herself to be very extreme how you could be like i'm worried that you're going to be a little reckless with your own safety sure. in the pursuit of getting the shots and that she is her she's affected by this so much more than the other three girls yeah and it's not like carrie d is skinnier than you know what i mean it's not like she has less body fat mm-hmm. Especially than Amanda. Well, then Melrose tries to be like, we were all that cold, but Carrie D just has to make it so dramatic. And I'm like, no. I mean, no. <laughs> so, but Amanda does 50 frames alone, which I wondered how many frames Carrie D was actually able to I get I don't think through. a lot because I think if his, if it's the same as most photo shoots, I think we've heard like numbers 70, right? everywhere from 70 to 100. So mm-hmm. at best, she only got half of them. Right. At worst, she got 20 Yeah, or which so. seems like so few. And plus, the frames were probably going slower because they were probably getting like three, four, five at reset, a time. And then, yeah. then they would stop floating for a while. Yeah. Oh, God, this whole thing was just so poorly conceived and 
And at the same time, pretty simple, all things considered. So, like, there was so many ways to course correct this. It was that no one asked, like, is the pool heated? Or, like, what? No one tested. Or said, let's discuss what we want the shot to look like before the girls get in the water. Let's put their makeup on before they get in the water. That all being said, I like my personal narrative that this is Bo Quillian's house. <laughs> His Spanish <laughs> yes. villa. You know what I mean? Because everything just takes place where Bo lives, and we'll find that Bo Quillian comes back again. <laughs> yep. Can't get rid of Bo. To my delight. So at back at home, Melrose is um, sad, and so she hangs up fashion sketches for some reason. That's what I do when I'm sad. For inspiration. <laughs> That's what I do when I'm sad. I get out my fashion plates. Mix some. Oh, I miss fashion plates. I had fashion plates. And, and I mean, I mix some. I mix some skirts with some chunky heels, and I do a little sketch, and I put it up, and I'm like, you know what, JW, you're gonna get through this. You're gonna get through the day. <laughs> get through the day, Amanda. I can't wait to watch that Instagram story. Amanda just assumes that she's going home before even heading to battle. The energy that she's bringing to I her mean, talking heads is just like, well, this was fun. I mean, and when they're reading, that's the way the show's painting it. When they're reading the classic elimination email, I'm just email, tire mail. I'm just so sorry. <laughs> I have to say this. This is when I noticed something on the giant Tyra magazine oh, cover. The magazine. One of these stories for this magazine is, is, in quotes, I'm pregnant. Four girls tell what they're going to do. What? Oh, my God. It says that on the giant blown up magazine on cover. On the fake magazine? Yes. <laughs> Tyra wanted a baby so bad. <laughs> four girls that she tell wrote what four different narratives. Every girl, and you know she wrote them. She wrote them. Every girl's answer is give it to Tyra. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Give it to Tyra. <laughs> Me too. Am I America's next step mother? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's me. <laughs> oh my goodness. So this. Tyra photo. Oh, Alexander, you better hate this one. (laughs) She looks like she was killed in a bathtub. In the tiniest bathtub. It was at it was at that villa. And there's not enough water in it. There's like an inch of water. So she wasn't even drowned in the tub. She was like throttled. It just looks like there's a lot of water because she's floating so hard. (laughs) She's floating on the water. Yes, she she could arch her back. I hated this photo. It's so bad. And then Tyra's panel look is once again another shitty looking corset and like a sheet wrapped around her middle. I do not know. So I love the cute little thing of like four baddest chicks. Did you really want to say Y'all are the top four finest Finest chicks. 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 She snapped in the middle of it. Is that what you really wanted to say? No, I want to say bitches. I want to say bitches. <laughs> it was cute. That was cute. And then introducing Miss J, she goes, <gasps> luscious, divine, makes me weak. weak. And then he gives weak? her the slowest, most disgusted look. <laughs> I, I, I wish we'd kept a tally. I wonder if there's more times over the course of this series that she actually called Miss J sexy, attractive, whatever. And again, it doesn't, it still doesn't happen to Nigel that often. Nope. No. It's been like three times, Tabs. Also, y'all, they're not going to get three pages, not four pages, not five pages. They're getting a six page spread in 17 magazines. That was three times the Tyra 2 list. <laughs> 
also was shocked that this wasn't one of those moments that when she got to the end, like how she commands them to say cover girl in later cycles, she was like, how many pages is it? Six. Six. <laughs> it felt like that's what that was building to. And no, she just answered it. Nope. <laughs> I got to say that. It must be so boring for her to say that every fucking episode. Fair. Sure. But like, just then get through it. But you made your bed. <laughs> yeah. So David Ruiz is the guest judge, and they are going to bring up the girls in pairs, but also show the flamenco pictures first. Also, I Because she says that a lot of models say, I don't do doubles, which... I don't do doubles. Do a lot Naomi of models Campbell. say that? Naomi Campbell says, I don't do doubles. <laughs> yeah. Um, we get a cool old school, I think it was 1993. Um, Michael Coors. Yeah. Um, with um, Beverly Peel. Is that who it was? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Which is cool. I always love old Tyra Runway stuff. I think those yes. are always cool to see. Except one later, I did not need to see. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I needed to see it. I needed to it see it because to be seen. because Miss J saw it, <laughs> and so all of us had to be. Miss J made them put that clip in there. Um, I don't think anyone, especially Melrose, knew that those pictures were going to be Sean because Melrose's face was just like, "Here's your flamenco shot." She's like, "Huh." Uh-oh. This was a Melrose. We have not prepared ourselves. <laughs> None of these pictures are good. None of them are good. No. They weren't meant to be? I don't no. think any of the girls even Someone really took realized. Someone sprint <laughs> phone. phone. These were so tennis shoot. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the full behind-the-scenes energy that you got from these, which if that was what it is, fine. But I don't yeah. think any of them... This weird lesson of no matter what you're doing, whenever you're doing it, even when we're randomly out of nowhere commanding you to do it, make sure you're also modeling. Well, if there's a if there's a photographer seated somewhere, is a weird. Oh yeah, not, even, whole, not if there's a photographer. Not if there's a photographer anywhere. This whole make, fake panel challenge that I think is just Miss J amusing himself. Yes, that's what it seems like. It starts out now where he's like, just do some of the dancing for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they do a really fun, cute job of recreating the dance. And they had great personality during it. And then Nigel acts like someone just killed his firstborn child. And is like, you have two photographers sitting right here, and you never looked at us. Fuck off. (laughs) They were like, recreate the dance. And that's what they did. It's unfair, because then uh, Carrie D and Amanda are like, oh, okay, I guess we're just going to not dance, and we're going to model. Like... It, but then it never gets commented on either. It's just like, all right, they did that thing I said. Like, yeah. <laughs> Amanda, you're awkward. <laughs> and then Tyra. So Miss J gets up and is like, this is how you should do it. And then Tyra's like, ooh, I want to dance. And I loved his real reaction of like, oh, that's not what I was. That that's was not, not what... an invitation to dance. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> I didn't want to dance with you. I don't, I don't want to do this more. And then they both. I don't think Miss J likes uh, top model Tyra. But like, because you know, Tyra said that like her on top model is not her; it's a character she plays. Sure. Yeah, she Miss... he he loves his friend. Yeah, he hates this personality she's adopted, and it is. Ugh. But they do this very fake flamenco dancing. Like it's almost Miss offensive. Jay is just sort of like stepping, playing his bastonet. I mean, Miss Jay says, "I don't know the steps." Yeah, he's like, "I don't want to do this." And Tyra puts her foot down so hard that her shoe comes off. And the best thing about this is that production then puts a tiny spotlight on that <laughs> It was great, just in case you didn't see it, even though we're definitely going to talk about it in five seconds. The tiniest spotlight. <laughs> but see how she kept going, even though her shoe came off? 
That's what you have to do. That's, that's model. You know, I'm going to say it, though. Uh, that made the nonsense work because sure. she did keep it going. Not even sure. I think, yeah, she kept it going but even though she was only on one was, high. But it's applicable to any, like, all of these girls kept going this whole time. Melrose yeah. didn't start over. No, Mary she wanted to. Shot. Oh, I'm not. I, I don't know. I just like that. It, if if it, this was this was so nonsensical, but it and it an accidentally came, it accidentally became something somewhat important to say. Yeah, just desperately also, seeking a point for all of this. We also <laughs> jumped over the video we see of Tyra doing a flamenco runway, where apparently she learned the moves, and then it all went out of her head. So instead, she starts doing this like herky jerky voguing mm-hmm. in a flamenco dress, and it is. Mm-hmm. Very bad. In a fluffy skirt and a bra, not a flamenco dress. Yeah, this was a Victoria's very, Secret, right? Yes. That's what yes. this was? Very bad. This was a very bad video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just love that Miss J comments on how bad it was right beforehand. When he's like, oh, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, but nobody in the audience knew. <laughs> like, mm, I think they did. They might have known. <laughs> All right, so let's get to the floating picture. We also did not discuss the abomination of nature that you wanted to bring up since we oh, skipped we'll to get, Amanda and next. Gary D dancing already. Amanda and okay, so in Amanda's in Amanda's flamenco picture, her foot is so twisted I can't even tell how it normally should be. <laughs> and then at panel, she's like, oh yeah, I'm like basically double jointed in my ankle. And her foot goes completely around. Yeah. Turned in. Not even turned uh, out. And turned in. Twiggy. She's got a demon in her leg. It's an exorcist <laughs> Twiggy is not here for this. She does not oh, want Twiggy to see hates, it. Hates the twins. Twiggy why, and Miss J This is why Kiki. Amanda goes home. <laughs> no, I think, I think, I think Twiggy was actually like, so disgusted by the double jointedness that she was like, I can't deal with this. Because I don't think Twiggy did hate the twins. Twiggy's been like repping for Amanda, but I think this just ruined it. She's like, Oh, I see what you mean, Jay. I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I didn't see it. That leg convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Eugenia and Melrose's photo, I think, is pretty great. I really like this photo. Mm-hmm. I, I think they both look good. I think Eugenia's eyes look good. I think it's they look she's amazing. looking directly at the camera. I think Eugenia looks amazing in this picture. Eugenia almost looks like a mannequin. She's so perfect looking. Mm-hmm. They knock her for her foot. <laughs> but you also can't see Melrose's foot. We don't know if Melrose's foot was also on the yeah. bottom of the pool. But I think they look great together. Yeah. And I don't think it matters. And they're like, I heard these two hate each other. It's like, okay. They just love that, though. I know. Yeah, and it is, I mean, it's good for Melrose and Eugenia that even though they did, it's good for their storyline that, hey, you push through your hatred of that person. It's good for Mm -hmm. them. So, while I like this photo, this is not water nymphs. No. This is two ladies in a pool, maybe drowning. Yeah. This is like post-party, we all jumped in the pool (laughs) at the end of the night. And we're like, we're we're high on Molly and we're touching each other. I actually love that as a painting title. Two girls in a pool, maybe drowning. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like an abstract painting you would see. I think Melrose looks great. I think she actually does look a little cold. Uh, Well, because she looks a little blue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like they put like a blue tint over the whole photo in general. Just to get, to make it not terrible when Carrie D has to come up. Well, once she hit 
Barcelona, I do think her face just stiffened up a little bit for whatever reason. So and just in comparison to the amazing photo she took in the rest of the competition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But she looks great. Yeah, this is a great photo. Then we get Carrie D and Amanda's photo. It definitely looks photoshopped. They don't look like they are in a photo together. I think Carrie D looks amazing. I think Amanda actually looks better than Carrie D in this really? photo. Really? Ooh, Alexander. Because I think that... You can also see Amanda's foot in this, by the way. Oh, can you? You yeah. sure can. Oh, you sure can. <laughs> Even though Tyra said you became someone who knew, how, who learned how to float. You were a floater, and then you became a floater. Mm. So Floating is so that... different from singing, you guys. <laughs> now, do I think, do I think Amanda's hand and arm are not great? Yes. But I think when you zoom in on the faces, Amanda's giving this like dark mermaid where Carrie D is like her the squint isn't smizing. It's just kind of like huh. I think she looks really ethereal here. I think both of these photos are essentially quite good though. Yes. I think both are good. Yeah, that's the thing is all four of them. For me personally, the photo almost becomes a non-component of the judging because all four of them are so close that they're up to a matter of personal interpretation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I, I agree with you. I actually think I, I like Amanda's better just because I feel like it's a little different for Amanda while Carrie D's straight on face like this. I feel like it's something do. we've seen a lot. Mm -hmm. But then again, this was a photo shoot where straight on face was kind of the challenge. So, the but, she, <laughs> but she also wasn't, though, giving any like intention to it. Sure. I felt like the other, the three others kind of had Melrose less so, but Amanda and Eugenia definitely had like an intention in their eyes and in their face. I guess I think if you're going for like ethereal water nymph, Carrie Dees actually says that the most to me. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, every time I wake up in the morning, I'm going for inferior water nymph. I mean, going for it. <laughs> so private panel. Well, this is another little detail I noticed. When Tyra said, we're going to discuss who will be eliminated, there's a little click, click of a castanet right after. Private panel. <laughs> like, yes, exactly that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so Nigel thinks Melrose is trying too hard. There's something about her that irks him. And hates her little hat. Yes. Well. So, so I mean, say we all. <laughs> I mean, I don't like the hat. I, I already said why I think she goes with this look. Yeah, of course. Well, she also knows she's the fashion one. So I think she feels more pressure to bring more fashion. Because the other ones are getting praised for, you know, their typical model look of jeans and a black t-shirt. Which, like, is fine. But her soul is dance. <laughs> and that is what she has done. Twiggy says two quotes. One that's so accurate that, that I fell over. And one that's so stupid I got back up. One. <laughs> she says that Eugenia just has a withdrawn quality. Perfect. That's exactly yep. what it is. It's just she always feels a little withdrawn. It's not bitchy. Cold. It's not cold. It's just a little bit like not all the way there. Perfect. David describes her as a little dry, which I also think is really perfect. She's she's a little dry as a person. Yeah, I bet yeah. I bet Eugenia, the three of us would get along with so well. Oh, sure. Yes. I bet one hundred percent. Then Twiggy says about Amanda, the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> she doesn't look like anybody else, which I think is important. She's a literally she a twin. A twin. <laughs> she looks like Michelle. I wrote the same note. <laughs> She literally has a twin in the world. <laughs> Twiggy erased Michelle from her mind. 
wasn't Anshul in the top six? Who can remember? <laughs> Brooke? I really Brooke? hated Anshul, so it was probably her. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't look like anybody else. It's literally her whole storyline. <laughs> she does. You had to change her hair color to not make her look like anybody else. And texture. So This is where the second yes. Carrie D judge's Narrative. opinion comes in. <laughs> The bullshit one. Of course, this from Nigel. This is where Nigel, I start getting angry. This is where I start getting angry, uh, too. Who, you know, Nigel hates Carrie D until suddenly he doesn't anymore, which, more on that later. But uh, they they decide. Their whole thing to her has been, you need to speak up. You need to tell us when you're getting too cold. So we know. You have to listen to your body. Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, well, there's a bit of a high-maintenance thing with Carrie D, isn't there? She needs more attention than other people, doesn't she? And I'm like... Well, you see, and it... I agree. It's bad. We said the same. They said the same thing about Danielle last season, Mm -hmm. where they're like, "Oh, when she was sick, like she's a little high maintenance. Like that's you can't clock and shade a girl because she's sick or like freezing." No, you can't tell someone that they need to bring themselves more to your attention, and then be like, "She's a problem because she needs too much attention." Yeah, it's complete bullshit. I think. And the funny thing is. And like like we said, personal opinions vary on the shot. They all loved Carrie D's photo. They did. And realistically, she got it done in way fewer frames than anybody else. Very true. I mean, Very so true. isn't she actually saving you money? Just I mean, a question. Ugh, yeah, be so mad. It was just not like the he. The more I watch the show, the less I like Nigel Barker. It's a problem. Well, I think we were all talking before we started recording about how we're like we're ready to like wrap up on to- cycle seven, and I think especially these final three, in each in their own way, gets treated very poorly by the judges. Yes. Yeah, I think part of the, I think one of the things that happens is that, truthfully, Carrie D, Melrose, and Eugenia at this point are all pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I feel like because it has to be a television show, they have to find things to critique about them. And their critiques are just not about the pictures anymore. It's yeah. about no. kind of who they are as a person. And those critiques aren't fun mm-hmm. or helpful. It's why or accurate. It's a lot why of the time. even I feel like the three of us have just a slightly elevated angry energy at this whole episode. <laughs> and I think because all of us are like upset for these three girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess Amanda. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> the point is, Amanda goes home. It's not. Wait, wait, really... wait, 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 wait. They end. <laughs> they end private panel by Twiggy and Tyra just agreeing that David Ruiz is hot, and Twiggy's little like in a way from Tyra that makes me uncomfortable. Don't like Tyra. Don't like what Tyra said. I nope. love how Twiggy responded. I'm not even going to say what Tyra said. Don't want to. Yeah. My southern accent will make it even worse. Mm-hmm. But she compliments the vibe let's say of david ruiz to be so generous i'm being that so was extremely generous, generous, to be. So generous. <laughs> you're walk you're tiptoeing around this i'm not going but I, is that's it better all I'm to doing. just not relive it i like i, 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 I enjoy I the choice to not relive it. i don't need to be re-traumatized by tyrus <laughs> and then Actions. i do like harassment i do like twig is just like yeah <laughs> twiggy <laughs> ready to go you got real south london there well, for a second yeah. <laughs> this is this is her second puberty yeah she's really coming to her own as a judge the show is how twiggy got her groove back yeah i love yeah. that <laughs> i wonder if twiggy so, did some more modeling while the show was on like, probably not i don't know we need a twiggy update yeah the order they get called out not that it matters but melrose eugenia 
and Carrie D and Amanda. And while well, each girl gets her own criticism when she gets yes. in. So fun. And mm-hmm. while Tyra's talking to Eugenia in the background, Melrose is just looking at her own picture. <laughs> Can't even be bothered to pay attention to Eugenia, even though she's also, looking at a picture with Eugenia in it. Talk it talk. Well, maybe she's looking, she's listening to Tyra talk about Eugenia as she looks at the picture of Eugenia. If Melrose is looking at anyone but Melrose in that picture, you are lying to yourself, Alexander. <laughs> so talking about background people, when Melrose and Eugenia get called out, Carrie D looks like Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction. Her oh, forehead sure. is so down. Her eyes are like looking out through her eyebrows and just like mm-hmm. Well, and then when Carrie D gets called as the final one in, Melrose has this look on her face that's like, really? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a face that says, well, will you look at that? <laughs> it's a face that says, I want to correct the teacher, but we never correct the teacher, so they must have gotten it right. <laughs> Maybe they see something I don't? <laughs> Maybe she just they, tries harder? <laughs> they like that vulgar thing, I guess? <laughs> Oh, Amanda's goodbye is very sad. I think she I says mean, some pr- truly heartbreaking things, like it's hard to pack up your things and know that tomorrow is just going to be a regular day. Oof, that's rough. Amanda truly wanted this to be so here, bad. and be, but I think she also truly loved being part of the experience. Mm-hmm. Sure, I think it made her feel special and worthy not that she needed those things not that she needed the show to feel that way but i think well she did she needs she has a twin so she needs to feel special at some point but i do sort of feel i wish for her that she could have gotten a little longer on the show by herself now granted would she have made it on the show without michelle probably not who knows but it would have been nice if she had gotten like two more weeks to be on her own yeah because as soon as you know we got to that top five it did it didn't even feel like it felt like no matter how amanda did in this episode even if she had had the only good picture and it also won the challenge i think they were just like done with the twins yeah Mm -hmm. and so in a way michelle continued to drag amanda down yeah oh for sure and in a way i think amanda could have had a storyline if michelle had gone home sooner where it's like how will the twin do without the twin 100 percent. i would have been interested Mm -hmm. to see that it's kind of like breaking up with top model but i got broken up with oh amanda all right jw tell us about the babbins (laughs) yeah their last name is the babbin is the babbins (laughs) the last name is the babbins amanda the babbins (laughs) and michelle you know those babbin girls but they are just called like they're They're rowdy they're rowdy girls (laughs) they're from a funny 50s ladies magazine (laughs) um they yeah it's michelle and amanda babbin um there is very very little update about them currently i'll name a couple of small things um, but there was even like a, a recent, a more recent Reddit post where someone was asking for updates and people barely had anything on them. They do. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I make sure. a terrible joke? Of really quickly? Where are the Babin heads? <laughs> I'll be quiet for the rest of this episode. <laughs> that was not a terrible joke. That was the best joke. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so uh, 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 they do return next cycle for that photo shoot that celebrates the history of Top Model, and they end up posing with Britney, with the theme being triplets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, Can't get oh, away from yeah. it. a thing I totally forgot, but Wikipedia me tells too. me is true, is that they're in the audition episode for Cycle 10. 
What? Maybe they're a, li- that can't be a liaison true. moment, but like two different sources say that. Uh, so that they can't sources. So at least the show seemed to really like them because they got brought back twice. Yeah. Um, also, I it's hard because it's from it, neither of them really seem to have an Instagram account. I couldn't find one for Amanda at all, and the Michelle one had followed so many people but had so few followers and was also private. It felt like it might have been a fan account. So, but I did find this one interesting one through a poster on Reddit that looks like Michelle proposing to what if it, you know, looks like it was a successful proposal to probably her now wife. Mm. And it's from um, an Instagram called Equally Wed. So I think it's, it just seems like it celebrates LGBTQ plus, you know, um, marriages proposals etc so that's interesting just as kind of an update on that kind of like for lack of a better word storyline of like her bisexual whatever bi or whatever bow energy (laughs) um but yeah i mean i the twins are a fun unique thing for top model to have had because they it did at its best it explored how modeling is not just what you look like yes yeah. It's skill sets and energy and passion and other stuff. However, because they got eliminated back to back, I feel like a lot of that was undercut. Yeah. It, they were like, okay, we're done with this, um, like, oddity. Also because they were forced just to do twin things so often by the show that their different talents and qualities in modeling were also not explored that much. Yeah, this is, I feel like this show figured out twins later. Like, this was their dry run of twins, and later when they have twins, they do a better job of differentiating, and not, like, their personality or their identity on the show isn't because they're a twin. Right, which probably was also just helped by the fact that they weren't the first ones in the show's history. Yeah, 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 of course. Sure. That's what I mean. Like being, they the, were like, being the first of anything on this show, you have such an uphill battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they were also just... They came across as very, like, unformed as people. And we get a lot of young contestants on this show. But if you compare them to, like, Brooke, who was a baby but had such a strong sense of self, it was clear that both of them were still, like, figuring out who they were. And that's a tough environment to try to be doing that in. And then to say how you are not like your twin. Yes. And that's kind of the theme of this cycle, I feel like. And that's why Carrie D and Melrose so easily rose to the top was that it was so many contestants who were kind of figuring out who they were as people and had low self-esteem because they were in the midst of that journey, you know? Mm. And we're also all plausible models. Yeah. Yes. Um, I for, thought for a second you meant the three of us. <laughs> I thought you said <laughs> I mean, we we're all plausible models. I was like, oh, thanks, are you not? Are you not looking at the Zoom screen that I'm looking uh, at? <laughs> all right. I, Look at these hands. <laughs> <laughs> I can we all reach for this is terrible for the listeners, but who cares? Can we all reach for a um a a, a space foundation real quick? <laughs> mm, it's so good. We're all making real different choices. <laughs> okay, great. I want to read one tweet, then we'll wrap up this episode. This is from Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. I'm just coming to listen. I'm just coming to listen to Podleadum, and I cannot tell you what a fucking bomb, b a l m, and like bomb. bomb. It is for me. OMG, seriously queening out. I've been an ANTM fan forever. And to find your show, <laughs> XOXOXO. <laughs> find your life. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you for listening. Find your life. Find your show. Thank you. 
If you would like to reach out to us, the first thing you should do is rate, review, and subscribe mm-hmm. to this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. Tell your mom's friends. Mm-hmm. Anyone that listens and to And if you're on Model. Spotify, just tell people that you listen to it because I don't think there's anything you can do besides maybe Actually, subscribe. You can, oh, you follow, can follow, and great. that is great. Yeah, on yes. on Spotify, you follow. Like, you can't review, which is dumb, but you can at least follow, and that'll help other people see us and y'all. And then you have more people you can talk to Yay. about it. Yeah. So if you want to uh, tweet about the show or write about the show, you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. Please DM me with opinions on Instagram at Hannah Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And always use the hashtag podleadum anytime you want to say something. That way we can see it. Because I have a safe search on Twitter. Yeah. I definitely do. We will all, we will see all your tweets in a 2015 tweet where someone else said that they were going to have this idea for this podcast. And apparently that never came to fruition. So thank you to that yep. one person thank for giving you. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for podleadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top of the water. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.